Hey guys, and welcome to yet another episode. On today's episode, we have Sam from The Blind Life. I'm sure that you may have heard of him. He is on YouTube, on Facebook, and also on TikTok. You know, he's all over social media. He's he's the blind guy that talks about assistive technology and educates on um, the assistive technology that's out there for it blind folks and uh yeah we're very happy to have him here today it is just sam and myself today my lovely co-host kimberly is unable to be here uh due to something coming up so she is unable to be here today all right sam um do you want to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about about you and about what you do i i am um, i follow you on tiktok I don't know if you know. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. So, hello. Thank you, Angie. I appreciate it. Um, I'm glad we were able to do this. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to match your energy. It's 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 a rainy, nasty day outside, and that always kind of brings me down, but I will do my best. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're under a winter warning here, so, I mean, I'm yes. trying to be as cheery as possible. It's crazy. I, I, I did an interview with uh, someone in India this morning, and they asked if it was winter here, and I said, it, it thinks it is. We're supposed to be in spring, but it, it thinks it's still in winter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This this time of year, I swear, Mother Nature just doesn't know whether to, like, you know, bring us with, like, rain for spring or, like, snow for winter. I don't know about you, but I am, like, sick of winter now, where uh, I'm just kind of, like... Ugh, just bring me, like, I don't know, that, like, in-between weather where it's, like, nice yeah. but not cold, and there's, like, some sun and maybe some, like, cloudy days, maybe some rainy days. Like, I'm ready for it. Yes, I'm with you there. Uh, so, okay, well, so, who I am and what I do... Um, but yes, my name is Sam. I have the YouTube channel, The Blind Life, and like I said, I'm 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 pretty much everywhere. Uh, but YouTube is definitely my home. I, I That's where I post most of my content. I've been doing it for about a decade now. I started my my channel in December of 2013, so almost 10 years now, which is crazy. But I was also making videos already for another channel before. I've officially been on YouTube for over a decade. Oh, wow. Um, I know, it's crazy. Uh, so <laughs> I have almost 800 videos on my channel. And uh, so all about living life with vision loss, that's that's one thing that I'm pretty proud of with my channel is I only make content for the blind community. You know, there's some there's some YouTubers that are, are larger than me, but they're making, you know, fashion videos. Right. Like Molly Burke, for example, who I've had some interactions with Molly on TikTok um, mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, she follows me. I follow her, that type of thing. Um, but, uh, I've, I've, you know, I've thought about having her on here, but like, 
I'm so small. <laughs> I started this. I started this podcast like three years ago, and I am honestly wanting to see how I can grow because I would love to have Molly Burke on this podcast in the future. You know? Yeah. She's yeah. great. Well, good. Yeah. Good luck. I've. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm still too small for Molly. I've. I, we've tried many times, and um, almost connected a couple times you know I've, i talked to her mom several times but um yeah yeah i don't know so but yeah. but but uh the nice thing about mine like i said it, it's it's only content for the blind community right. and um as you said mostly about assistive technology i do focus on the life side of the blind life though um i i make a lot of my videos are geared towards someone that's maybe new to vision loss and they're not sure how to do it, how to be blind, how to how to live this lifestyle. And so I make a lot of tutorial videos, how-to videos, just kind of sharing the experiences I've learned over 30 something years of of being visually impaired. That's amazing. Um, that Yeah. That, yeah. That's so good because you know, a lot of uh blind people, you know, uh, well, people who, who, who are losing vision, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, they're scared and they don't, they, you know, it's like, it's like they don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's awesome to have, to, for, for you to, for you to do that, for you, for you to have that and be like, hey, I'm making content for you and here are all these tips and tricks and, you know, and I mm -hmm. like, I like that you're sharing your life because it's hard. I mean... I've thought many times about starting a YouTube channel and I'm like, but I'm a private person. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's tough to do. And I honestly, I commend you for that. And I'm very happy that you were able to, to sit down on, on an episode with me. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, Sam from the blind life would be great. You know, a friend of mine actually <laughs> connected, you know, connected me to you. Um, he actually has a podcast and he actually found, found us on Twitter and so I, I manage the social media, um, for the podcast. And so like, I'm always mm -hmm. on Twitter, like getting messages and stuff like that. And he messaged me and he's like, Hey, I saw your, um, your, uh, podcast episode with, um, Seesaw podcast. They're, they're a podcast from the UK, um, two yep. gentlemen and, you know, he's friends with them too. And so that's how we got on an episode with him. And then he told me about, uh, doing an episode with you and you know I'm like oh I would love to have him on and then that's how I got in touch with you to you know bring you along and so I'm really really happy that you are, are sitting down with me today because I I see your content and you have a lot a lot of good um content out there and I love that you um that you educate and and that you're there to support people who are losing vision because mm -hmm. it's it's something that i feel people need and i've i've never been in that predicament um but uh i can imagine you know the the grieving process and everything yeah that comes along with it so thank you yeah well that's very nice of you to say thank you yeah i it's just i tell people all the time it's it's you, it's basically just a skill. You you have to learn a new skill. That's mm -hmm. all it is. It's like nobody knows how to uh, wire up uh, a ceiling fan. You know, you have to be taught. Someone has to teach you. And and mm -hmm. living with vision loss 
if you had not uh, were not born with it, I mean, even if you're born with it, you still had to learn how to do it right. uh, as a baby and as a toddler and all that. It's the same thing. You know, you you have to be taught. And so um, why shouldn't there be you know, I can go on YouTube and look up a, a video real quickly on how to how to fix my ceiling fan. But so why why shouldn't we have some for for blindness as well? Yep, absolutely. So, may I ask what what inspired you to get started with your like channel and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I so. Like I said, 2013, um, I was making content for another channel about mobile technology, so um, smartphones and, and apps and things like that. And I was doing reviews of, of phones, all Android-based phones, and um, working for a company out of Texas. And one day, I just decided to search for Stargardt's disease, which is what I have, mm -hmm. And on YouTube, just to see what was out there. And there wasn't hardly anything at the time. Like 2013, like I said, it wasn't the crazy place that it is now, YouTube. Um, there were a couple videos from doctors talking about the disease, but I, I really was looking for, for videos from people living with it. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't. There was like one video or two videos of people talking about having it and sharing their experiences, but it was just a, you know, a real quick video. So, um, I thought, you know what, I should start my own channel. I've, I've got the, the, the equipment I've been making videos for a while now. I know how to do it. I should just start my own channel and start sharing my life. And, um, that's what I did. So 2013 at the time it was called the blind spot. Um, and it was an homage to my with Stargardt's, we have central vision loss, yeah. so we have a big blind spot. Yep. And um, I also wanted it to be a literal spot on the internet where people could come and learn about blindness. So I thought that name was perfect. And uh, the I just you know, started, you know, making random videos. At the time, obviously, starting out, it was more just something fun to do. It was a hobby. Um, and so I was making video, I'd make videos about whatever, whatever I thought of that week, um, or even that month. Sometimes I would go like a whole month between making a video. And, um, but over the years, as it started kind of getting popular, which it was super slow at first, everybody thinks that, you know, oh, you're going to start making videos and you're going to grow crazy fast. No, not unless you go viral yep. or you're in, you're in one of the genres like gaming or fashion or, you know, health and fitness, uh, if you're you're making videos for blind people, you're not going to grow that fast. <laughs> so um, unless you do like when Molly's method of of collaborating with other big YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, after about three four years, it was uh, really starting to pick up, and I decided that I needed to kind of focus and uh, take it a little bit more seriously, and that you know it had the potential to grow. And so that's what I did. Uh, I got on a schedule. I narrowed down the 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 focus of the channel to more assistive technology, because, um, like I said at the beginning, I'd I'd, I'd make a, a video about my cat, you know, and then make a video of me working out in my garage, and then just you know, it was just random stuff. Um, so that's kind of when it, it it really started to pick up steam, and um, you know, I started reaching out to companies, and and they started sending me products and started doing speaking events and podcasts like this. And, and it's, it's just kind of gone crazy. That was also around the time that I changed the name to the blind life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I 
feel like I, I had to do it at the time. It's a long story about involving lawyers and stuff like that. I had to change the name. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like in, in retrospect, the name The Blind Life better represents what the channel is. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I'm sharing my life. I'm help, trying to help people imp improve their lives. And so I think it, it fits better. I like um, that. And then it's, yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of gone crazy ever since. Awesome. Wow. Um, yeah, it uh, kind of reminds me of why I started this podcast was because, um, so I've always heard, and I'm, you know, I think it's common with people who are partial, um, to hear you don't look blind, you yeah. know, <laughs> um, and I get that because I am a partial myself, um, and, uh, you know, I was always like getting, oh, but you don't look blind. You don't look blind. I didn't realize you were blind. You don't look blind. I'm like, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I am. You know, I, I always say to people, you know, I'm blind, but I have some vision. That is how I choose to identify myself because it's easier than saying, I am legally blind. I am, you know, visually impaired. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I am legally blind, you know, and, and, and blindness is, is, is a spectrum. So therefore, you know, I, I just say I'm blind because legally blind, you know, federally speaking, and also, um, in the NFB's definition of what blindness is, you know, if you're the, if you're, if you have 20 over 200 vision or less, um, you are blind. So, mm -hmm. um, that is how I identify myself. And, um, I, I've always gotten that. And so, you know, three, four years ago, I was thinking to myself, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make a podcast. I want to make a podcast and I want to, I want to talk about blindness. I want to educate the general public on blindness. And I want to, I want to have blind people and I wanted it to be a podcast, um, with women. Um, you know, at the time I'm like, Oh, I'll have two co-hosts, you know? And then I was looking for co-hosts that fell through and I'm like, okay, I'll just look for what, for a co-host. And people were like, yeah, but you know, you want a woman. And I'm like, yeah, I want a woman because a lot of the blindness related podcasts that are out there are run by men. And I wanted, I wanted to be unique. I wanted another woman with me. And mm -hmm. so a friend of mine saw my Facebook status and said, Hey, um, I'm down to, to join you on, on the podcast. You know, I've always wanted to do something like this and I'm like, okay. And so I brought her on and, uh, you know, this was after I had made my proposal. I was, uh, speaking to a mentor of mine cause I was interning at her studio and I kept talking about this podcast and she's like, you know, she's like, stop talking about it, sit down and write a proposal and then just do it. Just, just, just do it. Because if you yeah. just keep talking about it, you're not going to make it happen. And so I sat down, I wrote a proposal of what I wanted to call the podcast, what I wanted it to like center around, how many episodes I wanted to have. And, you know, it's here. I mean, I wasn't consistent like for the first year, but we've been pretty consistent. Um, and we've been doing this for three years and I'm still trying to figure out how to grow. 
you know <laughs> i want to yeah. i want to be able to you know reach out to a company and be like hey can you just let me try out your product and you know let me review it or something you know and i uh <laughs> i don't know i might have to gain a little more popularity but i'm i'm trying to figure <laughs> out how to how to grow because i would like to um you know, right now this this is my passion project. It's my baby. I've uh, I've had so much fun doing this. Um, I've had different ideas for series, and my co-host helps me with that too. And I'm uh, in the works of of uh, coming up with my own guide dog series because you know I'm I'm a guide dog user now. I've been a dog user for about three months, and. The way I acquired my dog was very, um, very different. You know, I did not go through a program at all. Mm. Um, so, um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so. I want to, I want to uh, address something though. I, I'm so glad you said that about, uh, that your mentor said, just, just get going on it because, um, it's so true with social media. I so I do I do different presentations about uh, creating content on mm -hmm. social media, especially with vision loss. And I w I just did a talk with a group of kids um, with NABS National oh, Association awesome. of Blind. Oh yes, students. yes, yeah. I was gonna. You know what? I was gonna. I was gonna actually go to that. And oh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> and I completely forgot about it. So <laughs> that's oh, awesome. Good, good. But tell tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that, and that was one of the things I. I I, it's one of the things I, I say in my in my presentations, but I also talked about with them is that um, everybody is terrible when they start. Everybody, and then like you said, everybody is is inconsistent when they start. Everybody, you know, nobody's gonna watch, nobody's gonna listen, whatever it is. You just have to expect that, and that's okay. That's how it is for everybody. Even you know, even the Molly Burks of the world, their first couple of videos were terrible, and mm -hmm. nobody cared about them. Right. But the 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 point is to get started. You have to get started because nothing's ever gonna happen if you don't get started. Yep. Um. Uh, somebody, I don't, I don't forget, I, I don't remember who, but said that. You don't have to be great in order to start, but you do have to start in order to be great. And mm. it's it's so true. It's like just, you know, everybody kind of gets hung up on, oh, is it, nobody's going to care about it or what am I going to say or I don't have the I don't have the best camera. No, stop it. Just start. You know, even if you're recording on a potato in in your basement, <laughs> just start you know yeah <laughs> you gotta oh, i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be any good well nobody is i was terrible when i first started making videos you get better the more you do it oh my first episode our first episode was horrible i had no idea what i was doing so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so that's great advice thank you thank you so much for that advice um can you uh, can you tell it? Can you share with us like what what have you what you've been up to as of late, and you know any projects, anything that you've been working on for yourself? Yeah, sure. So I've I've had a very busy beginning to the of the year. Um, I went to first went down to Orlando for ATIA, um, which is one of the nation's largest assistive technology conferences. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was fun. It's been a week down there. Um, then came back and two weeks later, went out to Colorado to uh, help out at a camp for blind 
um, teenagers and young adults. And um, the camp is the Extreme Mobilities Camp based out of California. Oh, they do a summer summer and a winter camp. Yeah, it was so much fun. We went skiing, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, tubing, um, sleigh rides, uh, and it's it's just for blind kids. So um, so if anybody out there listening is you know in the ages of like 14 to 25 or something, um, reach out to xmocamps.com, maybe .com.org. Just do a Google search, uh, Extreme Mobility Camps and uh, get some more information about it. It was so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, did that. Then I came back and two weeks later, went out to LA for CSUN, which is the other nice. giant of technology conference and had a blast out there. Um, just got back a week ago. And now next weekend, I'm going out to Missouri. <laughs> it's busy, busy time for me right now. Going out to Missouri for a conference uh, where I'm going to be doing some presentations and then hopefully my traveling at least will kind of slow down after that for a couple months. Um, although now there's talk about a, a possible Australia and Germany trip, um, but we'll see about that. As far as projects, I, I've always got projects going on. I'm, I'm reviewing about three different products. I've got a video coming out tomorrow about a, a really fantastic computer system for... Um, probably the visually impaired senior market. So anybody okay. that's not necessarily comfortable on using the accessibility on a computer right now, uh, like a full-blown computer, this is a much simpler, easier to use system, but still has a ton of applications that, uh, you know, they can use uh, helpful applications. So it's called the EZ reader oh, nice. system, uh, letters E and letter Z reader system. Um, so that's videos coming out tomorrow. I'm doing, I'm testing out a new all-terrain cane, brand new cane. Ooh, um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, it's really been cool because I've, my channel's kind of become known as the place to debut new cane technology. And a um, couple, couple weeks ago, I did the the See Me cane, which is a fully light up LED cane. And then um, now I got the all-terrain cane coming out in a couple weeks. So um, that's pretty fun. Just got a new wearable in the mail today. And uh, get, looking forward to trying that out. Uh, wearable for low vision. Oh, fun! Yeah, no, nobody's really talking about it here in the states, uh, so I'm excited to try that out. And uh, let's see what else. I I get the most random requests to review products, and sometimes it might be you know a three thousand dollar wearable like the like the one I just got today, mm -hmm. but or it could be a guy who just redesigned the clothes hanger and uh, to make it more accessible <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah so a guy out in california sent me a, a box of hangers and nice. that he redesigned and um they're kind of cool they're actually pretty cool they they are more accessible you know it's one of those things it's like i never would have thought there was an inaccessibility there but uh now seeing this one i'm like yeah okay old hangers are kind of garbage let's let's yeah. let's see these new hangers <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah that video should be coming out soon too. Good. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, do you ever uh, review any any Braille technology at all? Yeah, sometimes. I'm definitely more low vision oriented because um, okay. that's that's what I am. That's what I use. Mm -hmm. But I do uh, feature Braille and products for total blindness once in a while. 
when I was just out of CSUN, I got a chance to test out the, the new Monarch oh, from yeah. APH and, and uh, HumanWare. Mm -hmm. And it's like a collaboration. It's kind of crazy. All these companies yeah. are actually you know, civil enough to work together and create a product. <laughs> yeah. I, I've actually, I'm looking to get a braille display. I've been denied by my uh, Vogue rehab counselor and everything. And you know, mm. I, I know what I want and, you know, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough, but I'm glad that you are letting people know what, what technology is out there and, you know, what people can, can consider, um, because everybody, you know, everybody has different needs. Everybody needs certain things like yeah there's different braille displays for people, you know, and so much technology. So it's awesome that, that yeah. you can be that, like, that hub of, like, oh, here's the day view, here's what I thought about it, here's what who it could be useful for, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, you should, you should, whichever one you're looking at, you should contact them and be like, look, I got a podcast. Let's work together. I'll, I'll promote. That's a good idea. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can try to, um. I always, I always say the worst thing they can do is say no. Is say no, Yeah. <laughs> The best, the best thing they can do is say yes to everything you want. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so what happens after after you debut the? Can you tell us the process of like um, trying out products? Like, obviously, you contact the company, and you know things like that. But mm -hmm. like, are like, are you allowed to talk about the process or, or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> I, I will either contact them or, or most of the time companies will reach out to me um, to do a review. And, you know, I it first and foremost, it has to have something to do with the blind community. Mm -hmm. um, like this clothing hanger guy, you know, he, he said, look, I've got, you know, he didn't make it for blind people, but he said, I've got a friend who is low vision. And they said, this, this is amazing. And it's so much better for them. And so, you know, he wanted me to try it out. So I, I get approached by a, lots of, lots of gaming uh, studios wanting me to review games. And it's like, your game isn't accessible. So no, I'm not going to review it. Right. Um, or products that just have nothing to do with the community. And so it has to, it has to fit under that category to mm -hmm. begin with. Um, but if it does, then they will send it to me. Um, and I, you know, I, I take about, take a couple weeks to, to try it out and do an evaluation. And, um, you know, I'm an assistive technology trainer in my day job. So oh, I work in a awesome. nonprofit. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm used to testing and training on products. So, um, there's a certain process that I use to evaluate something, you know, mm -hmm. evaluate the hardware, evaluate the software, use usability, all of that stuff. Um, little things like, you know, certain products are not designed for people with left hand that are left-handed. Mm -hmm. And um, that drives me crazy. Uh, I'm yeah. not left-handed, but I, I know that a lot of people are. And, and I am. You know, <laughs> you, yeah. And so your product should be accessible for someone that's left-handed it's it's yeah. ridiculous if it's not mm -hmm. um so that's one of the things i look at but i'll do my evaluation and then i will start to produce the video i usually start by getting all the b-roll shots um the close-ups so for example if it's a wearable device then i'll get the close-up of the device from different angles 
I've got little tricks for like putting it on a turntable so it's spinning and I can get nice close-up shots and good lighting and all of that. And I've used my really good camera. And um, uh, then I will maybe shots of me wearing the device, me shots of me like using it to read um, a newspaper, whatever, whatever the device needs, I'll get those shots. And then I will do the talking head part where I'm just sitting there talking about it and um, record that. And then take all of that into the editing program and I will start to edit editing. That's all the easy stuff. Editing mm -hmm. is what takes the most, most time for me. Yeah. Um, just, you know, just because like you can imagine I'm, I, I use a 43 inch 4k Samsung monitor to edit on and I'm still zoomed in about 600 to 900%. Mm -hmm. um, and so that slows everything down. Um, so editing takes me several, several hours and days and all that. Uh, but I'll do that. I'll get the editing how I want it and post it. And then once it's posted, I'll go in and do all the posting <laughs> things like sharing it on Facebook, sharing it on Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, all of that. You know, if, if I've worked out a deal with the manufacturer, the distributor, whomever about, posting it on in other ways like shorts on YouTube or TikToks, then I will start to produce those as well. Um, so, and then about a week later, I'll go in and start answering comments on that video. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward stuff. It just, everything takes longer <laughs> than usual. Right. Right. I think um, it's really cool that you mentioned that you train you know, people to use mm -hmm. it as um, assistive technology in in your day job, because that alone helps you a lot. I think, mm -hmm. because yeah. you know, you're not just a blind guy with a YouTube channel. You know, <laughs> right? In uh, reviewing assistive tech, you're doing it also because you have a, a a purpose and a reason behind it. You know, it might benefit a client of yours. Mm -hmm. Um you know, or, or, you know, whom, whomever you work with. So that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I practice what I preach. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, oh my goodness. There's so many things. Um, okay. So let's talk about content creation. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for, you know, anybody starting con, you know, I know we talked about it a little bit, but you know, yeah. do you have any tips, any, any advice that you can give for somebody, let's say like me, who is looking to grow, you know, who already has content, but is mm -hmm. looking to grow their fan base, listening base, you know, whatever it is, Yeah, their audience, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the most important thing is, um, you've got to have, you got to narrow the focus of your content. So, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, I'm going to make, I've got like, I'm interested in rock climbing. I'm interested in cooking. I'm interested in cars. So I'm going to make content about those three things. It's like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you need to make, you, then you need to make three channels. You need to make, each channel needs to be about one specific thing. Or not necessarily one specific thing, but you need to narrow down the focus because you're, you're trying to each people out there in the world that are interested in that thing and it's much easier to grab all the car people instead of trying to grab all the car people cooking people and rock climbing people yep. you know you're gonna you're gonna get much better results just grabbing the one group of people so um 
that's the first thing I tell people is to narrow down your focus. Uh, now, this is all, of course, the caveat, or the, you know, should say, um, this is if you are trying to, as you said, take it seriously and grow a channel, um, mm-hmm. potentially to turn it into a, a money making or a career or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then yes, you need to do that. If you're just wanting to make videos or make a podcast just for fun, then then do whatever you want to do. But um, if you want to take it seriously, then I tell people uh, narrow down the focus, get on a schedule. So we are humans are creatures of habit, mm-hmm. and we've been conditioned for decades now to you know expect something at a certain time, mm-hmm. repeating each week. For example, so like the Ellen Show, you know, oh the Ellen Show comes on every day at three p.m. I know if I'm home, oh. Ellen's on in 20 minutes. I need to get on the, you know, TV or whatever. Yep. Um, so the same thing is is true for content. If I know that every day uh, Angie's putting out a, or every every Wednesday Angie puts out her podcast at 4 p.m. Eastern, I know at 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. I need to jump on over there and I can listen to the latest episode and I know it's going to be there. It's mm-hmm. you know that so getting on a schedule is super helpful. Um, narrowing down your focus. And then collaborations are fantastic. I mean, you talked about it already being on the Seesaw podcast. Those guys are great. I was on their podcast. Um, <clears throat> working with others because you can tap into their already established audience. They can they can tap into yours. Mm-hmm. And it's just a win-win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets your name out there with more people. Um, so it's it's fantastic. And that works no matter what you're, what kind of content you're doing, collaborating with other Absolutely. companies or other other creators, yeah. Um, and then what was the last one I was going to mention? Collaboration, uh, getting consistent. Oh, and then and then sharing your your content everywhere. Mm-hmm. So like like I said before, after I post a video, I share it on Twitter. It automatically goes out on Twitter. I've got it set up to do that automatically. Uh, I share it on my Facebook page. I share it on uh, Instagram. Then I can break it up. Oh, and then I'm also on several low vision blind Facebook groups that I will share it on. Mm-hmm. And just like, hey, guys, you know, check it out. If you've ever been interested in this product, I did a full review. Here's the link. Um, if you want to see more, check out my my channel. And then I will also then, like I said, split it up into smaller content that I can put out on Instagram Reels. I can put out on um, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, mm-hmm. and all of that. For me personally, all of my extra stuff is really to drive people back to my YouTube. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I, I I'm not on TikTok to be a TikTok millionaire. Right. Uh, TikTok is is not great for that. It, it, you know, the majority of people are not going to be making a lot of money on TikTok. No. It's only very no, you rare. only will if you're already a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And TikTok just doesn't pay very much for content creators, so uh, YouTube is much better. So all of that, my TikTok and everything, is to drive people back to my YouTube. Ideally, <laughs> if it if it all goes as planned, you know, which it never does, but <laughs> you do your best. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And. You know, like you said, uh, you know, how you're not on TikTok to be a, a millionaire, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. you know, you're only you're only going to make money on TikTok if you're already a big influencer. Right. Yeah. Um, like I 
um, I, I, I found TikTok on 2020 during lockdown and stuff like that, and I was only just, like, using it to watch videos, you know, not to really make mm-hmm. content. And then um, about a year ago, I was like, you know, I'm going to start making content because I saw other blind people making content and I'm like, why not? So my first video was me doing my laundry as a blind person. <laughs> yeah. I, I did it in three parts because I, I was new to making videos on TikTok. So yeah, I, I didn't know, oh, okay, I, I can pause and then come back, you know. That sort of mm. thing. And, uh, right. you know, I still need to work on making more content, right? But because sometimes I'm like, oh, but I don't feel like it, you know? <laughs> right. But but I, I want to start making more, more content on, on TikTok for sure. Like, um, I've made, you know, I've talked about blindness. I've talked about my guide dog journey with my guide dog. He's laying at my feet right now. Um mm. And uh, how that went about. Um, and I, you know, show some videos doing canine enrichment with him. Because that's one thing that we that we do. Especially when the weather's not so great, you know. You know, aside from working, it's good to, you know, yeah, work his brain. Other than, you know, yes, physical exercise is great and it's wonderful. But there, it's, uh, it's great for them to be mentally stimulated. So, I mean, so there's that. That's what I do too. But... You know, there's other things about me that I that I like to do, and I that's one thing that I'm trying to figure out how I can do something like that without being just another blind woman who likes makeup and fashion and who has a dog and yada yada yada. You know what I mean? Like, right? Like I I love I love dogs. Um, you know, I'm interested in dog training. Um, that's one thing that I would like to get into. <laughs> well, so that's that's a perfect example of where if if I were um, working with you on it, I would say, um, let's let's look at it. So the blindness thing, you know, that's what I do as well. Um, for someone that is, of course, the blind community is going to be interested in that, but we're looking at a broader broader field here. So what about the non the non visually impaired community, the, the sighted community? They're going to look at that as kind of an interesting thing to learn about, but um, that's really about it. Mm. But if you take the blindness and the guide dog aspect, um, then you're going to have dog lovers. You're going to have uh, trainers that are interested in this content, um, the blindness community also, then the fully sighted people that are just generally curious about blind people in general or then another group that is just generally curious about guide dogs. They've heard of guide dogs. They've seen them maybe once in a while, but they don't know anything about it. So they want to learn more about it. So I would say lean more heavily, like do a channel that is just about guide dogs. Cause you can have as many channels as you want. I mean, it, it's a little bit more work to kind of keep up with, but I would do a channel just about guide dog training, the experience, all of that stuff having to do with the guide dog. And then have another channel that kind of explores some of the other aspects of your life. Yeah. Um, I think that would be, that would work really well. Yeah, absolutely. He is my first guide dog. I, I helped co-raise him, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I hired a private trainer and she, she did all of, all of his harness uh, work, his guide work and stuff like that. But I, I helped raise him as a puppy and, and that in itself was rewarding. And then 
once he was, you know, done with his formal harness training and we were both ready to train, we trained together for about two weeks and here we are, you know, but I, um, I like to do fun things with them. I, I teach them tricks and, uh... You know, we do canine enrichment, and we also, obviously, he works for me. He's my guide dog, you know, so he guides me around. But um, there are other things that I want to do with him. Like, I would love to do a dog sport with him. I've never done dog sports, but it's something that I would like to do. Um, So, yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to definitely do something like that where I can not only talk about he's my guide dog, he guides me around, and you know, uh, educate people because I feel like on TikTok, there's a lot of that already. There's Mm. a lot of guide dog handlers educating the public about guide dogs and what they are and like the ADA and, you know, service dog etiquette and laws and stuff like that, you know, and that's great. And that's something that I want to do too, but it's just like, I also, and I've noticed this with my, with my TikTok now is I have you know, dog people following me, like trainers or whatever, you know, follow me because I follow them. And, you know, I also do like dog feeding videos, like, you know, Mm -hmm. come make my, my dog breakfast. I'm going to build his bowl, you know, with kibble and some, uh, a frozen raw patty and, and, and a mold of goat's (laughs) milk and berries and whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, (laughs) his dog eats better than I do. Oh, yeah, he does. He eats better than me because I'm like, geez, I'm always worried about, you know, yeah. feeding him. And what about me? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but it comes with the territory of owning a dog, right? But that's one of the things that I'm definitely passionate about, not just blindness or, you know, I like dogs as well. And not just the whole guide dog thing, but dogs as a whole. I've been... Mm-hmm a dog nerd since I was a kid. So, um, (laughs) that's me in a nutshell and also makeup and fashion. (laughs) You know, something else to add to that, which I would find very interesting because it's something that I don't know a lot about. So, you know, we always think of guide dogs coming from these big guide dog schools, leader dogs, seeing eye, um, you know, the one in the desert, dogs in the desert, desert, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, and I had always thought that that's the only way to get a legitimate guide dog, like uh, to get an actual certified, I guess, guide dog. And so you could talk about the other process of going a private route and what are the For owner training. I know, I know several blind owner trainers. Yeah. See, I've My... always been told that it's not recommended, like, because, um, you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of ignorant to to some of the that. Well, and I wouldn't mind learning. Well, here's the thing. Like you, um, you have to know what, uh, you know, what you're doing, I guess. And, and yeah, um, it, you also have to realize that just like with program dogs, um, with owner training, just because you just because you get a puppy and you start the training process doesn't mean that it's always going to make it through. And you always, and you, and you know, it's a bit harder because like you can't, you're not working with the program. So it's just like, 
you have to think about, okay, is he going to stay with me as a pet if he doesn't make it? Or, yeah, that's know, a good point. Or if you got your dog from a breeder, uh, are the plans for it to go back to the breeder? You know what I mean? Like, because even though I was privately training my dog, like I was co I was helping co raise him too. I, I had to think about that too. I had to think about, well, if for some reason my dog doesn't make it, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be my pet? Is he going to go back to his breeder? Yeah. And, you know, and then am I going to start over again? Thankfully, everything went well. He made it. He showed the desire to work. He cleared well medically. Before they start to learn to pull and harness, you need to make sure that they're physically sound. Like, you know, that they yeah. have good hips, good elbows, you know, like they have to um, be cleared by an orthopedic vet. And guide dog programs do the same thing too. You know, like when the dog goes back from being raised with the razor, they obviously they have vets on staff. So they have ortho vets and stuff like that. So they test their hips and elbows and make sure that they're medically sound, make sure that they have the right temperament and everything, you know, before mm-hmm. they become a guide or a, a breeding prospect or, or whatever it is that they're going to be doing. Like... The way I went about it, it, it it wasn't easy, but it's rewarding. And a lot of people ask me all the time, why didn't you go through a program? And I'm like, well, I wanted to help co-raise my dog. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And not only that, I have a very good relationship with my trainer. Um, she's one of my good friends. I've seen her train dogs, you know, and I've liked her method of training and you know, she's amazing at what, at what she does. Like the, the whole process in itself is amazing to look at. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's amazing because she's a blind person doing it. I'm saying it's amazing because you see the phases of, of what the dog is going through to learn all the tasks it needs to learn in order to keep somebody safe. Um, and like having to, you know, to put your life in there for pause and trust that they're going to keep you safe. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I know plenty of blind people who are owner trainers. And it's great to know that there's different ways of obtaining a guide dog. You know, before, you know, before I knew, I had no idea that you could, that somebody could owner train their own guide dog. Yeah. Um. When I was younger, I had no idea that that was a thing. And then I, like, you know, my, my friend, uh, when she owner trained her first dog, I remember her telling me, I'm owner training him. I'm, I'm training him for myself. He's going to be my next guide. And, you know, and I remember her telling me, like, whenever you're ready, let me know and I can help you. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to, to get there, right? Like, it took me a long time to get there to... Just be like, hey, I'm ready. And, you know, I also had to do my homework. And I also had to make sure that, you know, I was able to um, pay for his training and all that good stuff. I mean, it, it here we are. And I I would do it all over again if I could, you know? Yeah, well, that, right, even that right there could be a good topic for a series of videos is, is you know, like top 10 things to consider when... Um, Hold on a second. Top 10 things to consider when owner training a guide dog, you know, or 
something like that. Oh, I'm 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 definitely gonna have a guide dog series for this podcast. It's long overdue, but it's definitely gonna happen because <laughs> TikTok only allots you so much to to really talk about it, right? Yeah. And everybody wants to know how I did it. I mean, obviously my my friends and my family already know, right? Mm. But people want to know how did you do it or like why did you decide this instead of a program and that yeah. sort of thing and i want to talk about it and i'm definitely going to going to make this into a series it's definitely in the works <laughs> well, cool yeah oh wow <laughs> we've been talking for like 50 minutes it's crazy <laughs> jeez like we could definitely go on and Talk about so much more. I honestly, I love the fact that we were able to, this is a very, very unique podcast because I usually, when I interview people, I I ask questions and stuff like that. And it's like done in like an interview format. And I love the fact that this was like kind of like a freestyle, you know, where Mm -hmm. I was able to, sure, like I asked you questions and stuff like that, but then we're able to have like this conversation and talk about so many things and yeah it was awesome i enjoyed well, I think, doing this yeah and i think it i think it'll be helpful for anybody that's wanting to start creating content yeah absolutely well sam it was great having you thank you so much for for joining me today for telling us about you your channel what you do a little bit about content creation i think we talked about a lot and um honestly i wish we could just keep going but we can't you know right so (laughs) yes well thank you very much i appreciate it 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 was a lot of fun it was a blast absolutely can you tell people where where they can find you where they can find your content yeah sure um it's super easy literally if you google the blind life you're gonna find me um that's the beauty of having almost 800 videos out there it's easy to find me if you you search just about anything having to do with blindness you'll find one of my videos um but if you want to you can check out the website uh, www.theblindlife.net you can reach me through there through the contact form um if you go directly to youtube it's youtube.com slash the blind life and uh, once again twitter tiktok facebook instagram all that stuff awesome well there you have it folks well thank you so much sam for doing this um my pleasure yeah all right folks well that is the end of our episode today i hope that you learned a lot and we definitely covered a lot of subjects and uh, in on this episode. But if you want to know more about Sam and what he does, you know where to find him. You know where to find us. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>